Welcome to Parking Lot Drunk with Sean Burke and Christian Senrud. Let's jump right into it, god damn it. Parking Lot Drunk, Sean Burke, Christian Senrud. That's me. Cheers, Sean. It's good to see you. How's, uh, how was your Valentine's Day? Oh, sad and alone as always. Ow. But, I will say, the actual advertising towards Valentine's Day is getting more aggressive of like... Hey, you uh you've got nothing going on in your life. Uh <laughs> do this, buy this, do that. It's uh it's quite sad, but then you also get the your life is not complete without somebody else. So I just got real high and watched uh, a guy build cabins in the middle of Alaska. <laughs> I'm alone. I'm going to need to figure out how to be alone. It really. was perfect. <laughs> it was a lovely little day for myself. Yeah. Well, that's nice. How was uh how was your Valentine's? Oh, it was fine. My my lady worked, so we kind of we went out the night before, just something mellow, and then uh, I think we just watched movies and ate junk food and drank and stuff on actual Valentine's Day. It was great. That's Didn't awesome. have to battle anybody out in the the wild. We both were. It's our first one, so it was a little. Yeah. It was mellow. We kind of eased into it. Nobody Keep went low. No one, uh, you know, went completely overboard. But I don't. I think we've both walked away happy, as far as I know. Might hear about it later, but nice. so far she's not the type to uh, passive-aggressively bring shit up after the fact, but I mean, we'll there's still time. Give it three months. We'll see. <laughs> there's still time. Or maybe I'll do it. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, we'll see. Um, how's your weekend? Uh, pretty good. It's uh, aside from uh, the Redmond game today, but that seems to be the case every day. So yeah, you know, a couple off seasons after maintaining a dynasty for what hundred years? Like twenty five years. Twenty five we years. We were good. <laughs> close. Quarter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This yeah. must how it feel for uh, every other hockey fan without a good franchise. But you know, neither here nor there. Yeah. Well. I mean, the Penguins are doing okay. So yeah. Well, okay. Whatever. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> no one. Uh, what are we talking about today, Sean? Something talking we know, loathe, but it's the just time-tested hangover cures and how to get rid of them. Yes. The, we all. If you've partook with the devil's sauce, you have probably experienced. I don't. There are people that drink and don't get hungover, and I. They're uh, alcoholics. No. <laughs> No. Oh, well, they went like the complete extreme that way. But yeah. I mean, there are people who like have figured out, hey, I'm going to stop drinking alcohol now because I'm going to feel bad. And I don't understand these oh, people. Yeah. How would you figure that one out? They probably have kids. Oh. So well, that's a hangover of its own yeah. making. Like, if I'm going to wake up at 7 o'clock with a headache, at least I know I made it myself. It's true. Well, I guess they made it themselves, too. Yeah. So group effort. Whatever. Enjoy your children and happiness. Enjoy your resentful teenage son. <laughs> your, man, I've been watching Better Things, and I think that is a great show if you've, you've ever thought about having kids, because like, they all are just... They, she's got three daughters. Have you watched it? No. Oh, the character's got three daughters, and they're all different ages, and like the, the little one's nice, but then the two older ones, you're like, man, this looks... Terrible. Like the yeah. older, the older swans, just like complete bitch, like all the time. <laughs> that's. I think that's the the thing is like, you like kids early on, still in this like the novelty of it hasn't worn off, and then they hate you for a solid period. Because I know, 
about 13 years old. I kind of hated the world and everything. Uh, yeah, it doesn't sound like a fun time. Not, not, not just, for me. It just sucks all your money, too. Oh, yeah. It's like, and I don't have a lot of that in general. So. Yeah. But yes, hangovers. I had a mild one this morning. But uh, I, so you got to think of like the first person who ever had a hangover. It was just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I felt so good yesterday, and now this? Yeah. It's probably someone like on the situation of... Uh, Joaquin Phoenix and the Master just drinking something that he shouldn't be, <laughs> and then all of a sudden uh, he thinks he's dying. <laughs> Here I am just sucking things out of a <laughs> nuclear sub engine, and <laughs> oddly enough, I got a boat price fuel to pay. And <laughs> fucking uranium. I've been making turlet wine for a while, and here it turns out that it's made me blind. Yeah, I just think about food in general. Like how many people have in the history of time have been like had died figuring out like no these mushrooms are good these ones uh you paralysis yeah and then a whole set of people like just don't eat mushrooms because they kill everyone yeah yeah it's all about uh learning or dairy someone looked at a cow and was like i i'm gonna try that out that's how i feel about like yogurt and (laughs) like way back in ancient greece dudes were carrying like just bags of rotting uh milk and then they decided to eat it, and they're like, oh, cool, this is actually kind of soury, tangy. Let's keep eating this. And let's throw some berries and honey in yeah. there. Just really doll it up. Do you have any hemp seeds? Perhaps some chia? But we'll get into the chemistry of a hangover, thanks to whatever this Google search has brought up. But, uh, a, uh yeah, the... The hangover is the price you pay for drinking too much. Uh, you don't know your limits. You go overboard. And what's interesting is most people think it's mostly dehydration. Dehydration? Dehydration? I, I'd call it being a quitter. Yeah. But uh, it's not entirely... Here's what this says. It says alcohol has a diuretic effect on the body, increasing urine production. Alcohol-induced dehydration has been suggestion as a cause for some hangover symptoms, but research suggests it isn't a major factor. So what 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 do you think happens with with a hangover? It's just it's your body telling you I told you so, basically. I think it's the high that you feel from being drunk, where you can accomplish anything and you're charismatic, and then when you crash back to earth the next day and realize none of those things are true, that is the subsequent cause of the hangover. It's dealing with the reality of your terribleness. Yeah. I mean, it's like we're going out and going to poison our body all all night long or however long you go out, and then your body going like, well, you got to reset the ship, so it's going to be a little choppy waters while we do it. But Also the fact that you knowingly take that trade-off is maybe on our case it's, a, it's more telling of our social life. Yeah. <laughs> Like I, I'm sure people take a drink and <laughs> get hungover, and they're like, I'm never doing this again. Yeah. But we knowingly poison ourselves <clears throat> multiple times a week. One guy I know who's been sober for like 10 or 20 years now, he, uh, like, he, I mean, he definitely had, like, bad times. But, like, uh, the thing that finally got him to go sober was just, like, I woke up, and I was just like, I don't want to feel like this anymore. Like, it wasn't even a bad hangover. He was just like, why am I doing this to myself? And yeah. then he just was like, I'm not doing it anymore. I think he went to, like, a program to, like, do it but like you know he's still sober and he's 40 something and yeah looks way better than i'm going to 
yeah, you see those photos of like, oh, I stopped drinking for two months, and then they do a side by side photograph, and you're like, oh, that person looks haggard, and this person looks like they're gonna live a long why are, life. Why don't they look puffy and tired? <laughs> The way adults do. Yeah. And then, like, a hangover's one thing, and then the whole blacking out thing. It's like your your brain's just like, oh, you're doing this? Oh, I'm going to bed. That's like, if you want to stay up and party, that's up to you, but I am turning off the recording button, and we are going to bed. Hearing about that, uh, that study where they study the hippocampus, when you reach a certain blood alcohol, your brain is like, nope, we're done. <laughs> and, like, I have friends that get black and drunk, and they're like, oh, you just have to stay awake. And you'll remember everything, but as soon as you go to bed, like it erases everything. I'm like, I'm not sure that's true. And then I heard about that. Just never go to sleep. (laughs) Yeah, and that's my buddy. (laughs) He sleeps like an hour a night, and that's all he does. He's like, I feel, I feel great. I'm like, no, you're just an alcoholic. (laughs) Yeah, it's fun being 35 and like having mornings. Like this morning, for instance, I woke up and the house was all like steamy and foggy, and I, I was like, well, what did like fog roll through and Am I boiling water somewhere? Yeah, like I checked the oven. I was like, did anybody <laughs> just turn the oven on in the middle of the night or check the, the the burners? And then I don't know if this is what did it to the whole house, but I went into the bathroom and hot water, the hot water was just on in the shower. And I, I'm like, I, I remember going to bed. I put on pajamas. I like, you know, I drank water. I <laughs> I don't think it was me. But just then, wanted like, to get a nice late night steam going. <laughs> and then I was like, maybe Drew or maybe my roommate uh, just turned it on to heat it up before he hopped in there because his alarm went off shortly after. But yeah, I, I was I can't just imagine like, how steamy a sink could get. <laughs> but maybe it does. I mean, it wasn't. I mean, it was the shower. And I'm like, it yeah. couldn't do the whole house, though. So I don't know. It's just fun. Maybe That's, you just have ghosts. And uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, we've had a, our back neighbor has been hauled off in a gurney twice in the last month. Jesus. So, and she says she has cirrhosis of the liver, which uh, Drew also found her passed out on the fucking stairs of a realtor company the other day, like, walking home. So, Jesus. Problematic. Yeah, that seems uh, living without a care in the world. <laughs> hey, you know, we. None of us are living forever, so... (laughs) That's true. Well, you know, that's our journey. (laughs) Yeah, that's a terrible decision, but go for it. The problem is uh, this property seems to be like a... uh, It's very enabling, because you look at the other tenants, and you're like, well, I'm not that bad. I'm fine. I'm good. Yeah. It's a transition house for alcoholics to... We don't pay the water bill. (laughs) 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 That's a landlord's problem. Yeah, whatever. That's what he gets for not fixing the leak for almost a damn year yeah i've heard other stories about uh, a friend that lives down here apparently the piping the pipe situation in long beach is ridiculous all the houses are like not all of them but a lot of the houses are so old like that's part of the charm is all these craftsman houses and there's like it's adorable and then you get in here and it's like yeah the pipes are 100 years old too and they're rotting Mm -hmm. out and that's why uh fuck they finally that was another thing they had to fix was like every couple months it would just smell like a dead animal was under our house that's super cool yeah it was pretty fucking (laughs) rad and then they like uh, i guess we got like a kind of slumlord because he was just (laughs) sending his army of tweakers to kind of band-aid everything until it got too bad and we like literally had like human waste on the side of the house and we're like you gotta 
gonna fix yeah. this. And he's like, all right. And then they had like this complete erector set kind of like hire a real plumber. <laughs> That's yeah. My uh, building is the same thing where it's like dudes look like they just got pulled off like the street to come fix my apartment. <laughs> I'm like, oh uh, yeah, the sink's clogged. Can you? Do you have like a snake or something? No. Do you have a toilet plunger? Yeah. And that's their main goal. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, are you qualified for this? Because I could have done this. But yeah, I mean, the guys that I mean, there's a definitely a recurring cast of characters that our guy uses. But the one dude, uh, he had to, we had uh, the wall started rotting out because they didn't really fix the leak, so it was just kind of rotting out the drywall squishy so, and bendy so one day i just put a finger too strong into the wall and it went through it emitting like that you know that nice mildew death smell just pouring out of it and so they finally came to fix that and uh the guy's super nice and he was uh he's fixing it and he's coming in through the side door and i just hear this like crazy huffing and puffing and i come back and he's got this giant like uh not it wasn't particle board it's thicker than that uh, regardless it's this big piece of wood and he's bringing it in and he like can't handle it so i help him bring it in and uh he's like oh thanks so much i thought i had it and i would have had it too but um then oh i had a stroke earlier this year <laughs> like you almost had a stroke again like yeah it's just, I think this house, it's just a matter of time until we get a, a dead body here. Yeah, this is like the Amityville Horror House where <laughs> <laughs> the just, gates are hell, to hell. Are all our the... poor life decisions just circling the drain until somebody yeah. finally kicks it. <laughs> but yeah, that's uplifting. So I'm doing great. Yeah. <laughs> Things are going good. <laughs> well, again, we got the hoarders. We got the alcoholic drug uh, gun nut, and then uh, cirrhosis lady with her male roommate. That's not the cat lady, is it? Cat lady's the hoarder. Oh, okay. That's yeah, a whole other that, thing. <laughs> that, that <laughs> we tracks. might we might explore that one later because it's yeah. uh, there's stories. <laughs> but anyway, back to hangovers. What's your go-to oh cures m- morning cure? We can go over our own things before. Going to science. Clinical ones. Um, I mean, I don't have like one go-to. I feel like the, your level, level of alcoholism definitely correlates with like your scientific addressing of the, the hangover. Because if you just like have coconut water on the ready and like, you know, you have all the, the Band-Aids already loaded, you're like, you're already anticipating this. At least I can pretend that I didn't mean to do this. Yeah. You just have a bunch of pizza and coconut water. <laughs> it's, uh... I need I need Tostito pizza rolls, <laughs> coconut water. You need to be preventive. Oh, God. I'm going to go to Hamburger Mary's and watch the drag show and get a Bloody Mary. It's like preparing for a hurricane. You just have to get everything, <laughs> best case scenario. Like, I don't want to be caught without this. Yeah. Coconut water is definitely big. Um, kombucha, I like use drinking kombucha because it's got a little bit of alcohol in there, so it's a little bit of hair of the dog kind of mentality. And then um, any kind of ah pho, like just some spicy hot water noodles, hot water noodles, uh, more salt. Just keep dehydrating myself. 
There you go. Um, just like a crevasse. You just have to go <laughs> in to get out. Try to dilute it with something. They say that like Eggs Benedict was designed to be a hangover cure. It would. Uh, no. <laughs> that, uh, no. I've given it like three or four tries super hungover and the consistency of everything makes me... W- it, it's already at a vomit state. It, <laughs> it makes me want to continue to vomit, so I can't handle that. You don't like poached eggs and creamy hollandaise sauce no. atop a crusty English muffin? It's like an old toenail with <laughs> vomit on it. That's what I see. It's terrible. I think oh, that sounds like a delicious way to describe it on a menu. Yeah. Like an old toenail. <laughs> You know, something that's just lying in something else else that is wet. <laughs> Bloody Marys are supposed to be... That, that was supposedly the story behind that, too. It's, like, supposed to be a hangover cure. Yeah, I think most hair of the dogs are the most effective, but it also feels like you roll it over, and yeah. then your Monday morning hangover is way worse than your <laughs> Sunday morning hangover oh, yeah. would have been. It's just adding to the tab. But I like that I looked up hangover cures... And this one, which is from health.harvard.edu, and the first way to deal with it that comes up on a Harvard website is hair of the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Drink more. Yeah, you should have more. Even Dr. Swift's... <laughs> oh, Dr. Swift, voice of reason. Hair of the dog just perpetuates a cycle. It doesn't allow you to recover. Like, yeah. Whatever, doctor. It's a Band-Aid. <laughs> yeah, but it works. I've, I've been noticing more... If I, like, go home and just smoke a bunch, that somehow does it. Where in high school, I would do that, and I would get the spins and feel like I was dying. Yeah. I I don't... I generally pick... I'm in either or, in, for the most part. Like, I don't smoke a lot of weed, but if I do, it's kind of its own thing. But I've a lot of people swear by it, like, the morning after. They're like, yeah, smoke, fucking get ripped, and you're, you're good, man. I think... Because it kind of forces you to eat, too, which is another way to soak up that alcohol. But What's annoying for me is, like, when I'm hungover, I, like, just, like, kind of wallow in it. Not like I'm not feeling sorry for myself, but I'm like, I'm just going to lay here and watch TV and yeah. not do anything. And then, like, 2, 3 o'clock roll around, and I'm like, I take a hot shower, and I get out, and I'm like, why didn't I do this earlier? I feel so much better. Yeah, I Sometimes use it as an excuse to just be like, well, I'm going to do nothing today. I'm going to be a house cat today because <laughs> I drank too much last night. I didn't do anything last night, so I'm going to continue to do nothing today. Yeah. And really waste this beautiful weekend. The worst is the the second coming of it is when you get through it and you're like, oh, I'm feeling better. And then like two or three o'clock hits and you're right back at square one. Like, oh, no. That's usually when I'm just like, all right, I just need to have a drink of something alcoholic yeah try to get over the hump so weed the night of coconut water weed the night of next morning some kind of gre- greasy breakfast and if all goes right i'm drinking by 11 30 so <laughs> i got a beer in my hand by Shit. noon try all the cures at once <clears throat> you have a real job that you have to wake up and go to so you gotta like i I have an enabling job where I get to work from home, sometimes my bed. So I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> it's not a big just deal. Preload some captions. And <laughs> you don't have to white knuckle your way through a staff meeting at 1030. Or drive. Oh, man. Or drive to work <clears throat> questionably sober. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and pretend to be so- 
I'm fucked. Wait, what? Did you call on me? I'm, I'm good. Sean, you're not even in this meeting. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I am now. Overachiever, trying to get, get the job I want, not the one I have. Am I right? <laughs> all right. Monday morning. It's fun. It's fun having all these wake-up calls that way just send a voicemail. <laughs> Uh, my day hasn't started yet. Uh, no, no. Today's my Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, I haven't clocked in yet, boss. <laughs> Today's my weekend. I've decided. <laughs> uh, last weekend, I, I I went out and ended up near Jumbo's Clown Room. Went there, got shit hammered, and uh, got dropped off at my car. Knew I was too drunk to drive home, or at least questionably sober enough to. I'm like, I'm not risking it. Slept it off in my back seat hid my keys from myself because I know that you can get a DUI if your keys are too available. Woke up in the morning and could not find my keys because so did, I hid them real good. Did a great job. Did a great job. I would not have gotten that DUI uh, and then had to go find my spare key. But yeah, I woke up, did that, and just driving home was like, uh, here I am trying to be responsible by sleeping in my fucking car. <laughs> I remember, like, in college and shit, I would do that. I had no problem sleeping in my car. I'm like, oh, if I'm going to go out and drink, I don't want to deal with driving. I'll sleep in my car. Now I think about it, and I get anxiety from it. Because I'm like, there's no way I'm fucking sleeping in my car unless I'm camping. Like, Yeah, but Ubers and shit weren't, like, that readily available. Like, there really yeah. isn't an ex- there's no excuse to drive drunk anymore. But, like, so many people do either just because it's like, well, I'm probably fine. And, like... Obviously, if you drink, your judgment is impaired. So if you think you're fine, you really have no fucking bearing to know if you're fine or yeah. not. And there is a weird thing, like, when you think you're fine and you get going and you realize you're maybe not fine, <laughs> but it never occurs to you to stop and pull over. Oh, I don't think I'm good. <laughs> but you're I like, should just go faster. Oh, shit. I, I can't handle this, but I've got 45 minutes left and I'll just keep going <laughs> until I say I can handle it. Yeah. They're just, like... I, apparently they've made this, but I've been saying it for years. Is like they need to have a an Uber for it. They it's an Uber that drives up with two people, so it's the driver of the car and then a passenger of their car. They get out and drive you home in your car, so you can just you know turn the stereo up in your car, do whatever, throw up in there, and it's it's all on your your yeah. problem. And then the Uber just drive follows you to your house. And then they drive up, drive off to their next one. So, because that's the only reason, really. He's like, I don't want to have to come get my car. Then I yeah. have to Uber home. Then I have to get back here in the morning. Blah blah blah. It's like this is the dumbest fucking reason to drive, but it's very often the reason why people are like, well, I'm probably fine. Yeah, I've gotten to the moment of just going through and pricing things out where I'm like, <laughs> it's forty five dollars to get home through an Uber. That's ridiculous. And then I look up how much drunk driving costs you and I'm like, all right, it's like ten grand and you lose your license. And you can can't go to Canada for like ten Shit. years. Fuck me. So yeah, that kinda solves itself, but all about choices. Yeah. Pros and cons, forty five dollars, ten thousand dollars. That's another reason I've just been thinking about getting a like Sprinter van and converting it to a house. And that's my house. I live there now. So I'm a property owner. I'm already home. The thought of being hung over in a van house, though, sounds <laughs> terrible. It's a little bit bigger or a little more easier than being hung over in a plane. And being hung over in a plane is the worst experience it, of my life. Yeah. It's like it's up there with... I, I don't forget if I've been hung over in jail, but... 
I probably have. And it might be it might be worse because you don't have any space on an airplane, yeah, and, and you're extra dehydrated from. Or at least I get super dehydrated flying. And no matter how many times you turn that fucking thing to the left, no more air comes out, <laughs> and it's always tepid, and you're always barely sweating. And you're like, whenever you're hungover on a plane, you're always sitting next to somebody who breathes heavily, like hot, yeah, stinky breath all and, over your neck and body. And you kind of know you're just admitting like a bottle return. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's the that's the agreement on public transit is uh we're all sharing our own fart air. Yeah. All right, weed, coconut water. What else did you say? Just greasy food. I think describe what like burgers, pizza, all of the above. Pizza or the thing I've been going eggs for Benedict pizza is. English muffin, sausage, egg, breakfast sandwiches. Very specific. (laughs) It's got everything you need. The carbs, the fat from the cheese, and the grease. It's just phenomenal. That's all the fixings of an Eggs Benedict, just without the the sauce. Yeah, except it's not wet and drippy. Carbohydrates are number three on this, this Harvard list. Drinking may lower blood sugar levels, so theoretically some of the fatigue and headaches of a hangover may be from a brain working without enough of its main fuel. Uh, Moreover, many people forget to eat when they drink further lowering their blood sugar. Toast and juice is a way to gently nudge levels back to normal. Yeah, I do like juice. Like going out and get a a beet juice or something and, you know, spending the $12 in penance to get a nice beet juice. Yeah. Celery. Smell your antioxidants in order. And then yeah. put a little vodka in there, and then uh, you're right back at it. <laughs> this beet juice smoothie with vodka is delicious. Shit. That's probably... We should do that. It's $12 just as juice, <laughs> but it's 16 with this shot of vodka. Yeah. Do you want your hangover gone immediately? Here you go. <laughs> this is my f- the f- favorite thing on this list is... Vi- uh, number seven is vitamin B6. B6. A study published over 30 years ago found that people had fewer hangover symptoms if they took they took a total of 1,200 milligrams of vitamin B6 before, during, and just after drinking to get drunk. Because I'm just carrying around B6 <laughs> while I'm pills. getting shit-faced. Like, oh, no, I got some B6. I mean, it, 30 years ago, that that's the 80s, so. I don't even know where you, what is B6? I know B12 you get from Red Bull. <laughs> You get it from the source. And when I need my taurine and my B12, I go fucking, oh, God damn it! go to the bull tree. <laughs> Sometimes you got to ride the bull. All right, airplane, jail, hospital. Jury duty. Jury duty. We've been hungover. I, one of my favorite ones, I don't even know if you were hungover, but when we were hiking in uh, Zion. Yeah, I think I, think I was dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the desert. I, I think I had some sort of plague type situation but it really wasn't a hangover because i only had one margarita and yeah if you're asking who takes margaritas with them camping you're looking at the guy because it's it's a great time who wouldn't take yeah. margaritas camping it's taking a little bit of a mexican restaurant with you everywhere you go it's phenomenal yeah, i mean let's be honest utah could use a little more uh, culture so that's true really we're helping out if i have to drink in utah i'm not drinking their alcohol i'm bringing my own Never let a Mormon set your buzz level. Nope. I guess it makes sense that it would take us this long to get here, because it's always my last choice, too, for a hangover cure. But uh, sweating through physical activity. Yeah. Forcing yourself to go on a hike or something. or 
I do. Oh, it's like, again, it's like the shower thing. It's like, I know it's going to be better. And it, but for, like, I owe my brain's just like, we're not doing that until we do yeah. it. And then it's like, I'm so glad we did it. Or, and the ocean. For some reason, anytime you, I go jump in the water, just I'm at the beach. I'm not a beach guy, but I go down it's there. It's because it gives you something worse in terms <laughs> of health than a hangover will do. Oh, you have tetanus now. No, oh, the staph infection is really making the hangover seem less severe. Yeah. But yeah, jumping in the water. But yeah, going on a hike, sweating it out, going skating or whatever. That's always helpful. But uh, also... I think you're the first person I this for sure the first person I heard doing it or thinking of it and uh can you explain the uh at home sauna strategy? Oh, uh just the straight up sauna? Oh no, the uh y- you know, the car sauna. Oh yeah, yeah. So, if you're driving in a car that doesn't have like AC or anything, you realize it heats up in there really quick, especially in Southern California here, you're in the sun all the time. And if you're super hungover and you feel like you just need to sweat it out, because growing up in northern Michigan, I always had a sauna, and it just got rid of all the toxins no problem right away. So I assumed that it would be the same if you just rolled up all the windows of your car and just hotboxed it with your own sweat and just sweat out all the demons while you're sitting in traffic. (laughs) But you got to be careful, because you do it too long, you start to get a little hazy, a little lightheaded, and then all the natural aromas of your car come through, so... That's another thing, but... Or you could pass out and die. Yeah, or kill well, somebody. You're in traffic on the 405. You're going 15 miles an hour. No one's dying. You're just bumping into people. You'd be fine. I've definitely used this before, and it it is amazing. Like, you're just... I've also turned the heat on. <laughs> I'm like, just, this isn't hot enough. Just throwing water on the rocks. <laughs> I go in. I have a towel. I'm in a sweatsuit. Yeah. <laughs> it it works, man. Like, I, I don't know the science behind it, but... Uh, the key I, is to not worry about how bad your car is going to smell. Because oh. there's a few times I did it where I got back in my car, and I'm like, oh, this... Yeah. Oh, it's like the fucking lizard house at the zoo. <laughs> yeah. Gross. Not, not great. Because... <laughs> That would have been so, like that's had to be so nice growing up and just having a full on sauna available. Like anytime I'm like traveling for work and I'm a little hungover the day after, if there's a steam shower or a sauna in the hotel, I'm like posted up. Yeah, I mean, growing up, I didn't use it too much for hangovers because it takes like two hours to heat up, and I would just be like, uh, I would just rather sit here and eat greasy food instead I, of. <laughs> I can't eat this chili in the sauna. <laughs> Pizza is just melting everywhere this like an acid trip. Everything's greasy in here. Well, speaking of chili, I, I looked up the 10 best regional fo- foods for hangover cures. And uh, Cincinnati chili. I lived in Cincinnati. That came up. So Skyline. Flying uh, J? Is that another Gold one? Star. I don't know. Fly- Isn't Flying J like a gas station? I'm yeah. not eating gas station chili. <laughs> oh, you well. couldn't fucking pay me to. You could pay me to I've do seen them in Michigan. Day. They're like rest stops with showers. And, <laughs> and and chili and gas. So yeah, it's kind of an all-in-one. Well, Travel center is the correct term. Yeah. Well, if I need a hand job and some bad food, I guess I know where to go. Yeah. Garbage plate. Of course. How could that not help? <laughs> hey, you're already feeling like shit. Buffalo what, wings. What food you got in the fridge that has passed its expiration date? Doesn't matter. Throw it. Throw it in the microwave. Oh, speaking of that, not to besmirch the good people of Argentina, but if you 
if you've ever had Argentinian food, it's like just this sloppy mess uh, of rice and fried potato. They're just fr- they look like fucking French fries, and then just like meat, and it is a great hangover cure. It's like delicious. Steak, steak frites. Yeah, that must steak be shit. It yeah. sounds what a about right but that's a good option if you have it av- available or if you just want to go science like mad scientist in the kitchen uh, that's an option as well but let's see what a garbage plate is foundation of baked beans or macaroni salad <laughs> starting off great Damn, already this sounds like some midwest shit uh, with either home fries or french fries on top of on top a choice of two cheeseburger hamburger red hots white hots italian sausage chicken tender haddock haddock Wait a second, Red Hots? Are we talking the candy Red Hots? No, or? I'm I'm assuming it's those like fiery hot dogs that just like destroy every part of your oh, okay. internal organs, or uh, grilled cheese or egg, fried ham. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I feel this, like we should make this. This sounds like a, this looks a so bad. Death, a death row final meal. Yeah, this looks like something that a dishwasher like got <laughs> off of like a bunch of like leftover plates and was just like, well, it's like, like ho- I'm eating good tonight. It's like a hotel hallway at 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Uh, don't mind if I do. Just get a table you score do. off the carpet tonight. Done with this plate? Oh, man. Uh, well, at least they called it a garbage plate because, like, it, That's true. no one's pretend, like, <laughs> they didn't doll it up or try to make it seem like it's anything else than a. <laughs> what it yeah, what it exactly a hot fart is. casserole. <laughs> I will have one hot fart casserole, please. Okay, well we've gotten to the bottom of the garbage plate. Uh, Buffalo wings, Louisa, Louisville hot brown. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> these, these sound like old timey grifts that you pull on people to steal ah, their I money. A Louisville hot brown on the man. And pull the old garbage plate. <laughs> Louisville hot brown. Let's find out what that is. There are multiple kinds. It's the Louisville culinary icon. Whole butter, heavy cream, flour, whole milk, pecorino, romano cheese, turkey breast, Texas toast, bacon, tomatoes. This sounds pretty good, actually. What's it look like? That looks good. It just it's, it's like it's it like, just looks like a redneck uh, fucking. Eggs Benedict. It's just Texas toast instead of uh, the English muffin. English, no fucking way. All right, well, that's not as disgusting as I was hoping. Yeah. Snoring hot dog. A lot of these, again, they sound like sex moves. Snoring hot dog sounds like a, a thing a drug cartel would do to you. <laughs> Snoring hot dog is anal sex that goes entirely wrong. Pepperoni rolls. Scrapple! What are you, oh my God, I don't know what that, that is. It's a breakfast Philly. staple. Stewed bits of meat that butchers couldn't use in other products. <laughs> I thought that was a brownie. <laughs> it looks like those bits of that mystery meat that you get in pho or Cambodian soup where yeah. it's like, that's gray, but it looks like meat. It's probably fine. Yeah, it's probably definitely human. I, I just love that. The stewed bits of meat that butchers couldn't use in other products. <laughs> so it's a garbage plate again. <laughs> That's uh, great. Uh, chicken fried steak. That is a great option. It's just yeah. got the gravy. It's usually served with mashed potatoes. Uh, panzeritis. Panzeritis, rather. All the elements of pizza. It's just pizza. It's like a fucking calzone. That's that's it for regional ones. Well, I mean, we're learning a little bit here. That's we're getting true. cultured. Local delicacies. I like that most of these are all, like, American, like, 
the rest of the world. <laughs> like, yeah. we will deal with this in the privacy of our own home. We're not going to go out and eat. And I feel like the rest of the world has a jump on us in terms of, like, we've been drinking terrible, terrible alcohol for thousands of years, so we're used to it. I mean, everyone's got, I think Polish food is just all hangover food, it seems like. Yeah. Anything that's cold weather food and hangover food, it's pretty pretty ubiquitous in terms of making you feel better. That is all just like <clears throat> genres of comfort food. The worst regional food stuff in America. <laughs> <laughs> I read something sometime that was like, <clears throat> if you're drinking and you do get to the point of hangover, it actually helps your immune system because a hangover is basically a f- like a small flu. So your body, it's like strength training your immune system by just punishing it routinely. It's white blood cell training camp. It's like, hey, uh, this isn't the real deal, but once the real deal comes, we're, I mean, dealing with a hangover is also kind of like dealing with a flu. Is you're like, all right, I got to get dehydrated. I got to get protein. I got, I can't, can barely keep food down, but I got to get this fucking I'm greasy sore burger. everywhere. Everything hurts. I'm going to lay around. So that that's helpful. Yeah. That's, that's nice. So remember that next Flu season, just uh, <laughs> juicing. Get a hot brown plate of garbage. Put in the work. Yeah, don't just don't just lie in it and wallow. Even though you probably will. Yeah, the physical aspects of a hangover are uh, are rough. Like the the headache. I don't really get queasy. I'm just kind of like there's just this like cloud of. It is a depressant, so it's sort of like. You're spiritually defeated in a way. You're like, yeah. Oh, right, and it also has a big difference in what you're drinking. Because I remember oh, when yeah. I used to drink, like, exclusively whiskey and beer. I would get the whiskey sweats, and I feel like whiskey hangovers are tenfold what tequila hangovers oh. are now. Well, like, oh, even just different types of beer. Like, I can't drink Pabst anymore because a, it I just taste like I'm drinking like liquid pennies, and then yeah. also like the hang the hangover. Between that and like, just a, a marginally better beer is so significant that I'm like, why the fuck would I do that? Like, it sounds, and just like getting older too, just the hangovers are so much more severe anyway. Like they just they just hang out. They just they like they aren't like earth shattering, but it they, used to be like I could drink until two a.m. and be fine the next day by eleven, and now it's a good seven eight o'clock the next day. That oh yeah. I'm like okay, I feel. All right, I have to. I've planned days off work around holiday parties <laughs> because I know I'm going to be worthless until at least six p.m. Not me, man. If I'm going to be hungover, it's going to be on company time. <laughs> that's true. That's a, that's a solid move. I've done it enough. I've spent enough time sleeping in a bathroom stall while <laughs> at work that I'm well aware that I should not be there. But <laughs> like, how am I employed still? Do I still have benefits? This is great. And you come back and like, you've been gone a while. I'm like, yeah, I was on the phone. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm an adult. And uh, some people, I, mean, I have friends that are like, oh, that's not true. Just uh, liquor's liquor. It all hits you the same. You're just making shit up. And like, you come from a long line of alcoholics. <clears throat> no. Yeah, maybe, you, maybe your uh, bloodline did the work, but uh, w- either mine was only interested in, a f- like, I'm uh, like Irish and Norwegian, so I'm assuming beer and whiskey. And, like, I would love to be able to drink whiskey. And I had two the other night. I had one and then walked my dog around the block and had another. And, like, I think whiskey just waits. It just waits at the door. And they're like, 
All right, his guard's down. Get him. Yeah. And Speaking then, of a small flu, I think that's what <laughs> whiskey is. Yeah. It's the Irish flu. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. What are you doing? I would love to be able to just like sip whiskey and be like classy. I, I feel like that's just a a misconception of like yeah. the classy guy drinking whiskey. It's like it's always just like it, ha- it. You can be, but it's like you have one, maybe two. Anything more than that, and you're in a wife beater with stains all over you, yeah. yelling at people in your yard. There was one birthday that we went to Seven Grand. Downtown, oh yeah, and it's a full whiskey bar. I got two whiskeys into it, and I'm like, I'm on the verge of either passing out or becoming a scene. I need to get out of here. I don't understand how anyone can spend more than 45 minutes in that place. Yeah, and some people just drink whiskey. I mean, maybe they don't. I don't know. I mean, I guess you're if you're just sipping. Oh. Not to <clears throat> feel a nervous, social, anxious silence, like, but... Um, some of our friends are bartenders around here. They'll do like seven shots, not back to back to back, but damn near. And then like still function and be at the bar and playing pool and having beers. And like, clearly you've beaten your liver down to the point where it's just like, you don't know him like I do. And like, just sticking around, but I just can't fucking do it. Also, I'm like aging out of drinking like that anyway, which I'm kind of glad. Like last night I went out after. I feel like the old guy at the, at the punk rock show. It's like, (laughs) hey, what's up kids? I can still do this. No. Yeah, I I feel like I can, and then I'm out doing it. I don't know if, like, last night specifically, I was just out, and I was having a a beer, and I'm like, I want to go home. I'm tired. And people are like, my friend was like, oh, well, so-and-so is meeting up. And I'm like, great. You can hang out with them, because I'm fucking tired. I'm done. Yeah. The older I get, the more pull sitting at home watching terrible (laughs) whatever Netflix is over than sitting in a bar yeah, and feigning conversation with people. Yeah. With the the hope that something cool might happen. Well, that brings up another thing is like, I don't do Coke, but I know people who do. And it's Coke just seems to be like this thing that makes you okay with drinking at a shitty bar for way, way longer. Yeah. And so like, I'm so thankful that I haven't gotten into that because I'm like, well, I've already spent three hours drinking at this bar. There's no reason to spend eight hours drinking at this bar and then wherever else we end up. Yeah. And, like, maybe there will be a time and place where it's like, this is the time and this is the place. But so far I have not found it. But also, I'm not super interested in trying it out because, speaking of hangovers, I feel like the hangover from that is just so much worse. Like, if you drink and do other shit too... Like, not weed. Like, it's just going to be, like, the void that you're going to feel the next day is just so severe that I'm like, I I already... Yeah. That's the shit that scares me about that, is, like, John Bonham-level dying of, like, <laughs> I could drink too much, whatever. Did he just die from drinking, or was it other things? Uh, I think he just drank himself to death. I think he choked on his oh. own vomit. Then I stand corrected, but... Um, Pretty sure. Yeah. I feel like if I did too much coke, uh, I would overdose the first time out and be like, well, that was a very dumb thing for me to do. Well, that was regrettable. Yeah. But I've heard that about bartenders. If they do, like, a little, like, quarter bump, they can drink all the time. Yeah. It's it's like that dude from Sam Adams that, like, he's got his own thing figured out where he can drink all night. Oh, maybe yeah. that's it. 
Yeah. I'm uh, I'm definitely a sprinter, not a marathon runner. Yeah. But uh oh yeah, yeah. Uh John Bonham, cause of death, aspiration of vomit. <laughs> what oh. a, what a nice way of you have a fan- that you, up. you have a really fancy word followed by a not so fancy <laughs> word and it really just takes the whole thing down. Uh aspiration of vomit. vomit. <laughs> aspiration the word like well, he aspired. <laughs> yeah. It's, I think he'll be fine with it. Yeah, he's cool. Well, we've explored uh, a fair bit on this. Uh, cures, causes, ways to cope. I will say that, I don't know, pho. I'm a big proponent of pho. Pho, carsana, coconut water. Yeah, I mean, we can put a kit together, but you're going to have to figure it out on your own. you got to test the waters. Uh, life's, life's a journey. you got to figure out your limits. Yeah. So Somewhere in between us and John Bonham, I think you'll be fine. Yeah. Just don't aspire to any vomit. Those are words to live by. All right. We've been parking a lot drunk. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Oh, cocaine habits, mighty bad. It's the worst old habit that I